Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Jesse. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, full of spoilers. Enjoy the show. As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Jesse, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm tired. It feels good to be back, though. I, I mean, I don't it's been a while. It's I don't been... think I've been here since the last Star Wars movie, man. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. It might have been. It's been a minute, well, for yeah. sure. I mean, we've wor- we've like had some half baked stuff going and never finished it and stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, we tried to do a Star Trek thing, and I still want to do that. <laughs> just when? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a matter of time. Uh, our schedules don't necessarily match up very well. So uh, yeah, I. Uh, we've yeah. watched two of them, uh, so we need to watch a third one. At, the third one at some point. Well, there's, yeah, we got what. A lot to go. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I mean, the way we're breaking it up, I mean, it's not going to be too bad. Yeah, yeah. Once we get back to it, it should be fine. But anyway, that's that's a different series. Yeah, but we've got Star Wars to talk about. So yeah, and you and I haven't discussed it. No, I mean, you. I, I had to bolt when I got when I was there because I need to sleep. So. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I mean, me and uh, Tyler and Caitlin and Beth, I'll just sit there for a while and yeah, talk about it. So. Fair enough. All right. Well, I actually. You don't know my opinion at all. I don't know your opinion at all. Well, I mean, luckily you're not on Twitter because you probably would have seen some of the things I've been retweeting and been able to figure out my opinion. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm on Twitter, but I <laughs> Not just, frequently. I'm not on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, so, uh, let me get your thoughts. What what'd you think of it? Um, all right. First thing is I need to see it again. Okay. I spent... A lot of the first act kind of like really worried because I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know where this is going. And when mm-hmm. I finally started to see where things were leading, I relaxed and was just able to enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. So I need to see it again to really get the full effect. But though I have a lot of thoughts, I I enjoyed it. Okay. I enjoyed it. There's like, oh, we're, and there's, we're going to have plenty of time to talk about all this. I'm, well, maybe. I don't know. I might have to cut my thoughts short. But, um, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I don't agree with everything, but I liked the movie. I'll say this I'm glad you enjoyed it. Good for you. Yeah, I, I, I figured. I figured we were, this is going to go this way, but that's oh, fine. That's boy. fine. I've, I've had a lot of these dis- this discussion with like yeah. a couple different people. Yeah, and it's like, okay, look, I get it on, I think a lot of very casual Star Wars fans are people who just, you know, go to the go to these movies just to, like, sit down and enjoy them. You're going to enjoy this movie. It's very, it, it's got a lot of spectacle. There's enough base level, like, just excitement and enjoyment that you're going to have some fun with this movie. I mean, this movie is very nonstop action-y. Yeah, I mean, um, I spent the first 15 minutes of this movie just with whiplash. I was yeah. like, what, 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 what? And what? that's you know, <laughs> partially for story and writing things that we can get into that I think that it struggles with. Yeah. Um, but I, I almost want to explain, like, talk over that first. Let's, let's finish, get, I want to I yeah. finish hearing what you think, but before we really break this thing down, 
I want to discuss like the reasons that we have these feelings. Sure. So. For sure. Um, yeah. So I think there's that level to it, like the kind of surface level that I think there is enjoyment to be had. My problem is that I think that it doesn't go beyond the surface level. <laughs> I think that this movie is very hollow and it's just, I just had like a very empty feeling while I was watching this movie and then coming out of this movie, I had just, I didn't care. And that's really unfortunate. That shouldn't happen when you've had a, you have a trilogy with characters that you in theory care about. Um, and I do think that there are major problems with the way this movie is written. I think that this this movie is not a, it's not very crisp uh, in the way it's written. I think it has a lot of problems with uh, figuring out its story and like it's basically written like a video game. It's like a, here is your mission now, go get this. Here is your mission now, go get this. Oh uh, yeah, and yep. it's just like. I'm sorry that doesn't make for a great viewing experience and there's things that happen that are just like what okay like sure we're just gonna randomly go with this and accept this and that's unfortunate and that I don't think is good writing uh so there's that level to it that I don't mm -hmm. like but even then like if I was just looking at it on that level I had enough fun with it that I was just like sure like okay I I can enjoy this movie on that level but when, where this movie really gets me annoyed and where I have the most issues with this is when you put it in the context of the trilogy. Okay, it's yeah, a disaster. Okay, yeah. Basically, this was episode eight and nine, and the last two were seven and seven and a half. Yes. And, I mean... This is a tale of two directors, and exactly. that's unfortunate. And, and see, that's the thing. is Okay, I was, I was doing some reading on, on all this, mm -hmm. and apparently... So I didn't despise the way Ryan Johnson took things. And I, as everyone knows, I'm a fan of the way Ryan Johnson took exactly, things. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, there are some things I was like, eh. But, um, but see, that's the problem is they switched directors halfway, th halfway through a trilogy. So, I mean, one started this with a vision. Mm -hmm. And then another creative mind that I really like his work came in and had a slightly different vision, so started to take it that direction. And then they went back with the original director, and he was like, I don't, this is not my style, so I'm going to try to correct and follow my original vision. And I think that's where a lot of these issues come from, yeah. right? But it's not even just that. It's he overcorrected and said, oh, no, the fans didn't like this aspect. Like, reverse course, let's go back and change everything. True, true. Because, I mean, all right, so, like, the whole... The, this is like one of my main issues. Mm -hmm. Let, let's talk about issues first. Sure. Um, I don't even know what I want to talk about first. But anyway, um, Let, you want to talk about Ray? Let's talk about Ray. Okay. okay. Right, well, hold on. I, I've got a thought, and I don't want to lose okay, it. Go first. for it. Um, one of the main freaking points of the Last Jedi was: it doesn't matter who you are. Mm -hmm. Everyone is special. Everyone can do incredible things. The force things. is for everyone. The force is for everyone. Some might have a more direct line to mm -hmm. it, but the force is for everyone. Mm -hmm. And in this one, yeah, yeah, that is so they're, they're like, yeah, that that's true and that's great. That's great for you. But, <laughs> but your you just <laughs> happen to be the granddaughter of the most powerful being to ever exist. Oh boy. And you happen to have all of his power that he got over decades of training. Like, where the heck did Force Lightning come from? 
Okay. Like um, okay, oh, this all right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I I need oh to watch boy. this movie again to f- finish filling in my stuff because oh I, I I'm starting to get on a rant of okay. Um. Whew. All right, with the Ray thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and really, this is it's not even just a Ray thing. I think the root of the root of the problem and the decision that decide like the decision that will lean you one way or the other on this movie if you enjoy it or not is Palpatine. Him coming back, yep. him being in this movie, yep. that's the choice. If you are fine with that choice, you are probably going to like this movie. If you are not fine with this choice, that choice, then you are not going to like this movie. Yeah. Bottom line. And I think that's probably where my bottom line is coming from, that I enjoyed the movie. Because the way they did Palpatine, I didn't mind. Because, see, I went to the extreme of, oh, Gosh, mm-hmm. they are just. This is either just some red herring mm-hmm. that they're going to build and build and build, and it's not going to pay off, and it's just going to be everybody's going to be like, ugh, or it's going to be a clone. And I hate clones. The Clone Wars, great. That was that they they that was there was a purpose between that. But in the old extended universe stuff, there were like a million clones of Palpatine. Every time they needed a big bad, they just pull Palpatine out of somewhere, and it. Having this be the actual Palpatine, I didn't mind so much. Besides the fact that it takes away from the redemption of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Like, who is the chosen one now? I think I'm processing my feelings as we discuss this. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so I think to me, Palpatine is the core, like the rotting core that like is just, it's infecting the rest of this movie. It ruins a lot of it for me. Okay. I okay. This will will start bridging the gap between, or attempting to bridge the gap between Last Jedi and this movie. I think, first of all, and, and really, I guess it's hard not to talk about this movie without the context of the whole trilogy. So we have, to, I mean, we have to, right? It's built to be the finale of a trilogy. We have to talk about it in the context of the trilogy. Yeah. I don't think. And I will stand by this. I don't think it was the plan ever from The Force Awakens for Rey to be anybody. I don't think that was the plan. Mm-hmm. I think I think people wanted it to be something, and they kept looking into it and looking into it so much so that Ryan Johnson felt the need to write into the into the, the Last Jedi, "You're not anybody," just to get it through the audience heads. Right. Where I do think that Ryan Johnson and JJ had uh, didn't see eye to eye on was Snoke. I like the direction that Ryan Johnson took with Snoke. Just kill him off, make Kylo the interesting villain, make him have to be the big bad for the third movie. Yeah, that was what Ryan, that was clearly Ryan Johnson's intention. Yeah. Uh, JJ clearly did not feel that way because he fe- clearly looked at this once he got once he got out of the last Jedi and go, well, now what am I supposed to do? He clearly was like, well, I need a big bad now. So then out of desperation, he reaches back and grabs Palpatine. There is no way on earth you can tell me that from the start, from Force Awakens, Palpatine was supposed to be the villain. True. He was not. He, he, definitely, he was not. No. There is no and way. The, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, and that's the thing. I'm processing so many of my yeah. feelings on this movie as we talk about it because, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I've... I want to like this movie, and I think I enjoy watching it. Mm-hmm. But I, ha- I do have a lot of issues. Like there's like this, there were so many implications <laughs> lore wise and everything. The the best thing about this movie was Kylo. 
I yes. think. Oh, I mean, he's be- the best thing about the trilogy uh, overall. Definitely. Like, he's like the you best can actor. call him, a, like, in the, the first movie, everyone's like, oh, he's a whiny brat. He's supposed to be. He's a kid. Like, I mean, oh, he's boy. like, he was supposed to be like 20 something years yeah. old. He's been, like, told. He's been that, through hell. He's been through hell. <laughs> I mean, my gosh. And then, so, yeah. And, and that was the benefit of having a big bad, mm-hmm. was that that opened the door a little bit more believably for Kylo to have his arc in this mm-hmm. movie, which was a fantastic arc, yeah. I thought. The whole, um, um, and, and I like the thing of, of Ray and Ky- Kylo being like one mm-hmm. entity in the Force. That was very, that was an interesting concept. I agree, but I don't think it's done cleanly on any level. No, I mean they threw it. They threw in the term for it. I don't even remember. It's a die <laughs> something. Uh, they throw it at you like. Like, just like, here, understand this. And it's just like, um, what? <laughs> like, yeah. I barely, like, understood what was happening. And I like Star Wars and follow Star Star Wars more intently than your average person. Yeah, we haven't had one of those before. And see, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's really interesting. And I really like the idea of it. But, it, yeah, they just kind of threw that at us. They should have shown that at us at the beginning of the movie. Yes, it so that we had some time to chew on it. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, they gave us little hints, uh-huh. which was neat, of yeah. like things like. And they well, had been, to be fair, they had been giving us hints throughout the trilogy. Like there has always been a connection between the two of them. Exactly. But I mean, it was it's just not developed well. Every at all. so everything about this movie was just so sudden. Yes. If they had taken even even this controversial plot line and broken it up between two movies. Mm-hmm then it would be a lot easier to chew. Yeah. And uh, it would have gone over a lot better. Yeah. So, it, uh, so yeah. Going it, back to Ray, um, so, I, I mean, they decide to tie her into Palpatine, and that has its own complications that don't quite add up. And, may, I'm sh- again, I'm sure they will explain it in supplementary material, and that's all fine and dandy, but that doesn't matter for the movie. <laughs> Uh, this is the same thing I said with Rogue One and Catalyst. Like, you know, I'm, if I have to read a book to care more about a certain character, then you're not doing a good job, good enough job in your movie. Yeah, especially a main character. Y- yes. Okay. So th- there's things that don't make any sense with this uh, Palpatine granddaughter thing, because again, they just throw it at you, and you're just w- supposed to be like oh, wow, it's his granddaughter. It's supposed to be this big, like, shocking thing. But if you put any thought into it, you're just like, okay, so who was his son or slash daughter? Why were they good? Because they basically make it see- seem like they were good. And it's just like, okay, did he not raise them? How do they? How does he know about them? How do they know about him if he didn't raise them? There's so many questions that pop up from this. And why does and the force bother- have to be a bloodline? Like, I mean, in, in the first exactly. place, like that's like it was never that way. Like, okay, yes, there's a tendency for a bloodline thing to happen, mm-hmm. but I mean, that was the only precedent we have for that was with the Skywalkers, and Anakin was kind of an immaculate conception anyway, yes. so he was like an exception to every rule mm-hmm. out there. So. What 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 to heck? Yeah, I, and like now I will quote. Um, uh, that was one of my questions. I was sitting there in the theater, and I was and we were discussing it with some of our friends, and I was like, "Who the heck would go to bed with Palpatine?" And <laughs> and uh, our friend Tyler, he said, "Well, 
I don't think Palpatine's a consent kind of guy. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I just froze. I was just like, uh. Yeah, there, there's that. Le- look, I can excuse that because, like, there's that level to it. There's also the level of, I mean, powerful people can kind of, you know, have people flock to them all the time. So I, I think that's But possible. why? Like, there, there was no hint of, like, the Emperor ever having a kid in anything. No. In nothing. anything. All of the comics, all of the books. I'm the person that would know. Because this movie was written by Reddit. Exactly. I it mean, was written to appease Reddit. And it's... <laughs> I mean, that's so difficult. stupid and unfortunate. It's very difficult. All right. Even the whole Leia getting Jedi training thing... That was clearly uh, like, hey, fans, remember uh, remember Legends? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, even that's though... That's the whole movie, is it, remember Legends? Wink, wink. Even though, like, I love that they're bringing in aspects of the yeah. Legends, because there were some fantastic storylines in that, but they, they're not blazing a new trail here. I mean, what, I, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like, like if you read uh, the book um, mm-hmm. Leia, or Star Wars Bloodlines, mm-hmm. it follows Leia's career in like as she's a senator mm-hmm. um in the new republic working and trying to find this like there's this conspiracy thing going on and she ends up discovering the first order mm-hmm. but there's a lot of flashbacks throughout it and it flashes back to a conversation she has with Luke about not wanting to be trained <laughs> as a jedi interesting because it's almost that's like not that where her rashly. that's not where her skill set lies. That her that yes, she is force sensitive. Yes, she has some ability, um, but she doesn't want anything besides like just some basic survival stuff, so that she can focus on like what on her giftings of like diplomacy, basically. Ah. Uh. Yeah, um, I I think this movie is so regressive and so reactionary. It's just like we're going in the wrong direction. You just, to me, a lot of the decisions were made that were made were made because number one, JJ didn't know what to do, and number two, he wanted to appease the fan base. And well, I won't say the fan base because as Twitter has proven recently. Uh, there is a large faction, as much as people would want you to believe otherwise, there is a large faction of people who like The Last Jedi. Uh, thank you, Ryan Johnson was trending on Twitter uh, recently. <laughs> uh, you know, like, it's, everyone wants you to think that, you know, people, like, everyone hated The Last Jedi, but that's just not, that's just not true. I didn't. I mean, um, the, it has its issues like any movie, but yeah. I mean, most of that was just pacing. So, it's just, you know, I I, I think that they... It plays into, you know, in my opinion, some of the worst parts of the fan base because let's talk. I want to talk about these are more minor things, but these are things that I think are important for, you know, why I feel so strongly against this movie. Yeah. I I think this movie takes every opportunity to appease the section of the fan base that didn't like The Last Jedi. Yeah, I mean, there was that whole outcry from uh, from whiny little babies that they are the reason... Disney didn't ruin Star Wars. The fans ruined Star Wars. I agreed. But <laughs> I completely an- agree. <laughs> anyway, um, there was that whole reaction of, like, they were signing... Right, like, coming up with these petitions. Mm-hmm. And so, first of all, petitions don't do anything, <laughs> people. so stupid. They're just a public outcry that makes you feel a little better as you cry yourself to sleep. But anyway, um, 
they, I mean, the petitions to like just undo the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And that was just so ridiculous. I remember us talking about that. I'm like, that's just dumb. Like, you're not in, the fans are not in charge of Star Wars. Thank God. Let's just let the people do what they're doing. No, we might not agree with everything, but I mean, it can't be that bad, right? Well, kind of wrong, but also we were still kind of right because that's literally that was literally the point of so much of this movie was. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna make it all okay, mm-hmm. little babies that cry that were crying over it, and we're gonna undo the last Jedi. Yeah, that's that's all you did. That's um, all you accomplished. Yeah. So they go back and they change. They retcon Ray being a being somebody. Which, to be fair, I do think that I I knew that there was potential for this. Uh, you know, I mean, you, you, you knew there was a potential for this from the moment it's, it happened. There is a, there's a history in Star Wars of them, uh, of them being like, well, I kind of told you the truth from a certain perspective, you know, <laughs> like. From a certain point, point of, of view. Exactly. Like there's, there's a history of that. So I wasn't necessarily surprised that they retconned uh, Ray being somebody. Yeah, I kind of knew that was coming. Exactly. Uh, the fact that it's Palpatine you had to do a lot of work to make that make sense, and I don't think you did the work well. <laughs> so It would have made more sense. I saw the fan theory floating around before that it was like, that she was a altered clone of Anakin. Yeah. And that was like why she had the connection to to still, Ben and everything. And I was like, that that makes more sense. It's still questionable. It's me, questionable, and I did, and I would have hated it. You, you would have, you, again, even that, I think the problem with... The, any Ray theory is that you have to do a, either a lot of explaining or you have to build to it really well, and they mm. do neither in this movie. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's that level to it. There's uh, Luke coming back as a Force ghost, catching his lightsaber, which I think, I don't think when it was written, it was intended to be a diss at The Last Jedi. I don't even think the line uh, about treating a Jedi's weapon with more respect was necessarily intended to be a diss of the last jedi no i think i was supposed to show how he's changed agreed but you have to understand that that is going to be taken that way Mm. i it's annoying to say the least then you have just all of the nostalgia vehicles of just like uh you know chewy getting a medal at the end that was the biggest eye roll for me of the movie i literally my eyes couldn't have rolled farther back in my head yeah that was (laughs) I was just like, they've what? already they've already explained that away. Yeah. Granted, it was an extended like like extra material. Yeah. But they they already explained that away. So why why come back to it? I and, I don't know. Um, so there's that. Uh, Lando was unnecessary in this movie. It was fine to see him. But I felt like there was a lot of like just being like winking at the camera with his his, his uh, showing up. But that's. That's kind of fine because it's like that's his character. Yeah, him and his two lines. Yeah. So there, <laughs> it's fine. Um. I do think that there is some weird, there's that really weird scene, another eye roll scene that's like really questionable with the, with the girl that Finn had a connection with, uh, where she talks to Lando and she, and he's like, where are you from? And that, like, oh. what the frick was that? Yeah, like, it, I, at first I thought they were going to be like, be it like, never come- two black people, <laughs> they must be related. But I mean, Thank God it didn't go but, there. But it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> no, it didn't. It's just what like it's just, it's just like it was. 
that I'll tell you what that was. That was a setting a way, up a book. That that was setting up a new comic run yeah. where it's going to be the adventures of Lando and and this random chick, carnivorous horse chick. Uh, yeah. So I I don't know. That was really random. That was another eye roll moment where I'm just like, what are you? What is this? Like setting up some book randomly. Um, that felt like in The Force Awakens with the 3PO red arm thing where it's just like, it has no consequence whatsoever. Why are we drawing attention to it? Exactly. <laughs> they went back and explained this whole like storyline about <laughs> 3PO like... and this spy and like whatever. But It's like, if it's not important and it doesn't even resolve within the context of the movie, don't set, don't mention it. Like, you can just, just leave it there exactly. and leave that for like the people, like for like you just to notice later and it be explained and have more meaning next yeah. time you watch it. But yeah. Don't draw attention to it. Yeah, and then, like, all the Finn and Ray stuff where, like, they're trying to hint at the fact that, like, Finn likes her or something. But then John Boyega went out of his way again on Twitter to be like, he wasn't going to say, I love I love no, you. He was going to say, uh, according to Abrams and others, that he was going to say that he was Force-sensitive, which I, at first I was like, okay. Sure. And then, but I told Beth that, me and Beth were talking about it, and uh, she was like, What's the point? He's, they're not making any more. And I was like, I mean, yeah, that that. I, I mean, know. if you put it in the context of, like, like I literally didn't even ever, even ever question it. Like, I noticed that he knew that yeah. Ray was dead for like thirty seconds yeah. when it happened. But I just kind of put that in the context of the Last Jedi yeah. immediately. That he's got just enough of the Force that he knows when his yeah. loved ones are mm -hmm. hurt. Yeah. But um, so there's. There's that element to it uh, that I I do genuinely believe that that was something that Abrams wanted to explore going back to uh, um, Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. I do think that that was something where he's like, maybe we'll mess around with this as we go along in this trilogy. And then Ryan Johnson didn't di either didn't think that or he just didn't care. Yeah. So he didn't explore it, and then they kind of just throw away a line in there and maybe throw a little more hints in there, but it's just like, why? It doesn't even... This is all I, I why know. we need a... We, you need to have a plan <laughs> before we went through. Like, if we had more movies after this, like another another movie, then yes, they might be able to, to soften the blow. Yeah. But this is just a hard stop mm -hmm. to something that has been building since the 1970s. Yeah. And... And to be fair... Lucas oh. didn't have a Lucas didn't have a plan. Clearly, uh, <laughs> coming out of <laughs> a New Hope, you know he, he no he didn't. But they yeah. they, they kind of figured it out, and yeah. it was great, and it, it flowed well. And, and it then, wasn't this big you know sprawling thing that had all these expectations that needed to be met. And then and then they did <laughs> you know? pretty much the same with the prequels. There was no like drawing attention to weird little things. Uh -huh. Like the prequels have their flaws. Yes, I'm the first Clearly. to admit that. <laughs> I mean, I I don't love them. Yeah, but I. I I do, and I don't. I don't know. It's complicated. But, I mean, they had a set plan. Mm -hmm. The story is all there. Mm -hmm. And with these, it's just not. I, there, okay. There's no vision. And I, I know. There's two visions, I guess. <laughs> I, I might be murdered for saying this. Okay. And you might disagree with oh, me. Oh, no. But this movie had way too much Carrie Fisher. I completely agree. These conversations. It's another thing that ties this movie the, down. These conversations at the beginning of the movie mm -hmm. with her mm -hmm. that they were using pre-done cut footage from the previous movie. Mm -hmm. They just felt so off because it was just like it was literally a one-sided conversation with like one or two words coming out of Leia's mouth mm -hmm. back at them, where the person is the like 
Ray or Finn or Poe, someone else is doing all the talking. Mm-hmm. And it just felt weird. Look, and uh, this is, on that level, I don't blame them for any of it because it's just like you're in a, an impossible situation. Yeah, I mean, you. how do you deal with that? I, I, I don't know. You can't. It, they, would, they would kill you uh, if you killed her off screen. She yeah. had a good on-screen yeah. death. Mm-hmm. That was suitable, I think, for everything, but... Yeah, um, so there's that uh, level to it that, again, I don't really blame them, but you're, you're right, It's it, it was weird. That, uh, I, it just I felt off. hated every time they cut back to that rebel base and <laughs> yeah. she was still there, I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, you're just in a rough position at that point. So, I don't know, like, there's that element to it. Um, what's another thing that I don't think... I don't know. You're the one with really, notes. Yeah. What? Okay. I'm trying to think. Ah. <clears throat> uh, oh, Rose. I have to talk about Rose. Have we not done enough to Kelly Marie Tran? Like, I I feel so bad for that human being. I don't even remember what she had with her she, this movie. I mean, I remember she's last in the movie. I last I remember <laughs> last movie, but like this one, like what she like showed up twice. Yeah, she has like four scenes essentially. Uh, you know, and she has that one moment where she's like trying to get Poe to come back on the ship, but he's like, I'm gonna stay here with this random girl that I met. Oh, Spin, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah Finn, excuse me. They're just kicking her while she's down at this point. I, 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 I feel so awful for her. I really I do. Like, the, the fans were just terrible to her, and then like this movie was just fan service and it hurt. It's like you, you, this is to me, she is the prime example of JJ just, he just didn't care about anything Ryan Johnson set up, which it can be argued, I disagree, but it can be argued that Ryan did the same thing to JJ from The Force Awakens. I disagree. I think that Force Awakens carries over relatively nicely to The Last Jedi. This movie does not. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, I just feel so bad for her. Um, She's essentially, she gets bullied off of Instagram, and then she's essentially cut out of this movie. Unfortunate. Yeah, that's um, sad. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about, I, I want to focus more on, you know, because I think there's a lot of discussion, rightfully so, about the writing of this movie, and a lot of the negative attention is on the writing because of who wrote it. Do you know who wrote it? I actually don't. You want to know some of his other credits? Please. Which is why Please. which is why people are fired up about it and why people were nervous about it coming in. Uh, this is the he co-wrote it with JJ, so JJ does bear some responsibility mm. as well. Uh, but uh, the writer of this movie also wrote, <clears throat> wait for it, uh, Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. And wait for it, because it gets even better: Justice League. <laughs> Never even saw Justice League. Good for you. Um, I think that movie is stupid fun, but it's not a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of was like, I'm going to see how this does first. Um, yeah, <laughs> so interesting. Um, I don't think this movie is written well. I think that we had a right to be nervous about the hey, Even the cinematography of it in some, like every scene with Palpatine up until that last battle, mm-hmm. I, my, I was straining my eyes to see anything. It was just like, <laughs> trying it was just to hide like it. Where I, yeah. everyone's going to wear black and yeah. the room's going to be completely black and the 
and it's we're gonna throw every shadows on everything uh, too. So you just have this like silhouette of everything. Yeah. But anyway, I, I mean, all the stuff with Palpatine is all lore, no substance. I mean, it's just it's really just like here's you know take this lore and uh, all the super Star Wars nerds on Reddit will love this, but then everyone else will just not even care about what's happening. Except that I'm one of those super Star Wars nerds on Reddit, <laughs> and I I don't like it. <laughs> yeah so like even like the, that whole crowd that was with them at first i thought that was just like some force manifestation of uh-huh. like representing all the sith that came before him because that's like kind of what he was saying it, well isn't the sith or weren't they like originally like a group of people or like they a, were a species or something because i the, i okay. took it as they were that in legends they were a species okay and then but we haven't had any confirmation of that it's just been a group. Are, are we to take this as confirmation? I don't think so. We okay. never saw any of their faces. I think these were just those like... So, after The Force Awakens, we had the book series mm-hmm. Aftermath. Mm-hmm. And in Aftermath, there were these really cool little glimpses you would get. Like, it would cut away to these little side mm-hmm. stories. Chuck, Chuck Wendig did a fantastic job of this, of like cutting away to these side stories where you would have... Um, it, where it was following, like, there was one of Palpatine's advisors and, like, a couple others, that they worshipped him mm-hmm. and worshipped the dark side itself and the Sith. Mm-hmm. So they would collect Sith, Sith relics and wear Sith masks, like, ancient Sith masks they had found mm-hmm. and, like, look for the the... the basically like remains of Sith lightsabers looking for the dark side power that might have been left behind in them. Interesting. And like so that, you're taking these people as those that group? I think that group like grew over time and uh, that's what this is. Like okay. they're they can't they are not practitioners of the dark side. They uh, are worshipers of it. Yeah. But it, and, but, we but, sh- it, but still I'm like how did this group get so big cuz like when you mentioned the Sith mm-hmm. in the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Nobody but the Jedi knows anything about yeah. it. They're just like, like remember when in the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. Maul lights up his lightsaber, and they're like, and they're like, oh, it's a Jedi. Oh no, yeah. uh, that, that doesn't know anything about the Sith. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, obviously Palpatine's not going to spread word about the Sith yeah. while he's Emperor, and then. Luke's not going to spread word about the Sith either mm-hmm. because he wants the because they're destroyed, they're dead. Why would I tell anybody about them mm-hmm. and sh- cause a resurgence? Yeah. So how the heck did all this word spread? Good question. To this like crowd of thousands. I guess my issue again with all of this, with basically anything that happens involving Palpatine, because you have that element, you have the element of uh, him just being alive in general, that again, is just explained by a throwaway line and happens off screen. It happens, he comes back to life off screen. Yeah, basically, they have set up the precedent. In between movies. Where if you don't watch someone die in Star Wars, they're not dead. Oh my gosh. Like, we didn't, we didn't watch Maul die. And as much as I love that he came back and became a fantastic recurring character in Clone Wars and Rebels. It's it it ruined that whole aspect. Like you, no one can die, yeah, unless you actually watch them die and bury be buried. So I mean, and that completely undoes Anakin's sacrifice in Return of the Jedi. It undoes how powerful 
like uh, how power uh, like the the whole it undoes like most of Star Wars having Palpatine yeah. still alive. And for what? What for? What was it? Was it worth it? Like you, you know to get Ian McDermott back? You could have done that sure. in so many ways. It like, could have. He, you could if he was a Force ghost. That's what I was praying for. That he <laughs> that like it would be some kind of dark side Force ghost that would be leading Kylo. And like whispering to Ray to try to get her to turn and all that. I shouldn't have oh. to theorize what happened in your own movie, in the movie I just watched, especially if it's the finale of a trilogy. Yeah, if it was the middle one, that's that's excusable. It's like this is the ending of this trilogy. I shouldn't come out with come out of it with more questions than I have <clears throat> answers. Like that shouldn't be the case. Also, another issue: super weapons. Uh. We've yes. had enough yes. freaking yes. planet killers. I, I agree. I, Stop writing planet killers. Th- this this movie is everything people complained about the uh, the Force Awakens, but this is like turned up to eleven. Yeah, they're like, uh, oh, it's it, it's it was just another Death Star. Yeah. Well, now every Star Destroyer is another Death Star, <laughs> and they raise from the ground? A question mark. What? It's just like I just. I don't understand. I was, I mean, whenever we saw these glimpses of so this huge stupid. fleet, I yeah. was thinking, oh, this is some fleet that got lost yeah. somewhere in the timeline, and it's going to be a race between the Resistance and the First Order to see who can get to it first, mm-hmm. and, like, it's going to, uh, like, the old Legends Katana fleet. That was a fantastic storyline. Very well done. But no, it's got to be stupid. Uh, I, yeah. I, I just I just think that this movie has a bunch of half-baked ideas and then they're all like that you could have maybe made work if you like really if you really wrote it well and kind of overwrote everything instead they just decided to underwrite everything and just said Star Wars fans will accept it and it's like no, you need no. Like you've come up, you've come to us with these ridiculous plot points that you're just like, kind of throwing at the screen and hoping stick. And it's just like, no. If you're gonna have these ridiculous plot points, you have to earn it. And they did not. They did not earn it. Um, you know, I'll be interested to one day see like, sit down with my kids mm-hmm. who have who don't have all of these feelings. Yeah, who haven't like. Who aren't living in the moment. Who weren't living movies. in this yeah. and watch all of these movies mm-hmm. and see what they think. Not as a little, little kid yeah. that's just happy to be watching a movie, mm-hmm. but like someone capable of rational thought that can break this down and they might understand this more than we do. Mm-hmm. But like we're, but because we should, but that shouldn't have to be the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, most other Star Wars movies are timeless. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter if you've been a fan forever or you're just getting started. It's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It is an epic story where you care about the people involved. And literally, I didn't. I would have, and like, like at the end of the movie, I would have rather Ray have died and Ben stayed alive. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. Um, because there's been a lot of question about the healing and stuff like that. Yeah, that uh, they shouldn't have to release an episode of the Mandalorian three days early just to establish how force healing works. Yeah. Um, I had a conversation with Simeon about this actually um, the other night. Okay. He, he, he was like, that was one of my big things is like, 
the like he was like force healing should not be like healing in every other like fantasy world mm-hmm. where it relies on your strength like the whole point of the force is it surrounds us and binds the galaxy together you should be pulling on like the life force of the galaxy uh-huh. itself to bring this healing about not just pouring your life into mm-hmm. someone else to do this yeah uh I mean, the problem is, I think, the Force has been interpreted and reinterpreted multiple times by multiple different creators. Do you, do you have that sound bit from uh, from The Force Awakens? Uh, uh, <laughs> we need that sound bit right now. I don't have it with That's me. That's not how the Force yeah. works. Um, now, I, I don't have a problem with Force healing as a concept in general. Me neither. Um, I, I know that there's some people who will, and that's... Fine, I guess. I, I'm just curious where the Last Jedi haters, where's the outrage for this force power? Um, you know, hey, exactly, instead of like... What? He's projecting himself? Since when is that a thing? It's like, I mean, where? please, share. continue your, your outrage. If you're truly upset about this, then please. Explain to me, bit by bit, how this mystical... <laughs> power works exactly right like i'm all for yeah. the for like new force powers we, we basically get a new force power every movie which is fine i, I enjoy that because that. it's like because that, i and, it grows yeah. the whole thing it adds more to for little kids to dream about yeah and it's just and, interesting like i i'm all for a more mystical force yeah. instead of having these set rules yeah. having it very flexible yeah. but i mean and and for those who romanticize the original trilogy i mean even in the original trilogy, basically every movie you get a new force power. So we barely saw any force power, honestly. Exactly. So it's like sh- I don't have an issue with that on that level. I think that it becomes a plot device in this movie that they overuse to the extent that you're just like at the end. I, I, I just part. I think part of the reason, part of the problem is by by that point, I just had a complete lack of caring about what was happening. But I do think. That part of it is just like it became like this cheap thing that we had seen twice before already in the movie, and now we're gonna see it for a third time, and I'm supposed to be like, you know, surprised or like in awe of this moment. It 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 wasn't. I've I'd seen it twice already in the same. We movie. knew exactly what was gonna happen. <laughs> exactly. Palpatine just did it. Yeah. It's just like I I don't know. It was very. It, it just was so overused in this movie. I think. Once, maybe twice, is when is how much I should have used it. The third time was just too much, and in that big of a moment, it I should have cared more when it was happening, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. And then, I, I you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the guy who's just like, oh, why is there kissing in my Star Wars movie? I'm I, that's not. But it just that moment just it felt completely like I don't want to say unearned because there has been a tension between the two of them. I do think Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver do have really good chemistry. It, it just felt unnecessary. I will say that the kiss didn't bother me at all. I was like, what, it, it, whatever. They've 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 got a connection. Yeah, sure. It was that's fine. But like the just like the obvious like yeah. of course he's gonna heal her, mm-hmm. and then like. No preamble, just all of a sudden, dead. Dead. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Why? And, and it's essentially the same ending as, again, it's the same ending as Return of the Jedi, where you have this dead character who the entire galaxy knows is being evil, but only one person knows that they were really good. And it's just like, 
Yeah, because he literally killed everyone else that saw. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's yeah, and and we we started back where we began. Yeah, literally. Yeah, on that farm. Yep, in the middle of nowhere with a Skywalker. And- why yeah. did she change your name? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't care, but why? I just think from a thematic standpoint, it's really questionable at best. Like it's Instead just... of moving on, let's just loop back to yeah. the very beginning. The, the, uh, my biggest problem with, the, with this trilogy as a whole now is that the, the themes do not carry over. Like There is no continuity in terms of what this trilogy is about. Yeah. In, in fact, the last two movies have essentially been saying opposite things. Yeah. <laughs> so because uh, okay, huh? in, in in the the original trilogy, yeah. no matter how dark it gets, mm-hmm. the light prevails. Mm-hmm. The uh, prequel trilogy, mm-hmm. corruption and evil can permeate no matter what, mm-hmm. no matter who the guardians are. Yeah. Both very good themes. Yes. Uh, the uh, the sequel trilogy. What's the theme of this this trilogy? <laughs> The force is out there. <laughs> I mean, fan service makes money. I guess it, look, well, that is that is a very good theme. I, yeah, like that's. I think that that might be the actual theme of this movie. Um, no, uh, I think one theme that they did carry over, um, or, or one theme that I do think like. Well, kind of goes throughout this movie is the idea of uh, kind of of the idea of like being a symbol for of hope and like that kind of thing. Like that's something that I do think carries over relatively well. Like from mm. the last movie where nobody came to help them, and then but there's this idea at the end of the movie that they can be the symbol that kind of sparks the next generation to action. Right. And then in this movie, they actually, I don't, again, I don't think it's written out very well, but in theory, they do actually, they, they were right. Like the next generation or people do come and help them this time. Yeah, that, be- was, a, that was a neat scene. Yes, because they, again, I, it's not written well be, because they went to go get them this time, question mark. Like, I yeah, don't well, think it's well, written very well. Did they just, like, go to every planet? I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what? Um, okay, what were they doing? I the- mean, I understand <laughs> that, like, the time it takes to travel through hyperspace is literally just a plot device for yes. however long they need. Oh, 100%. Pa- pa- Pablo Hidalgo has said that, confirmed that. yes. But, I mean... Which, uh, by the way, I'm very sad he is he has uh, um, locked his Twitter account. You can't see it anymore. Sadness, but... Uh. <sighs> I mean, I don't blame him, but you know, me neither. I mean, but anyway, yeah, I mean, and that was a neat, good scene. Yeah, don't know how it worked. the The only scene that I really cared about emotionally, yeah, was when Ray was down. Uh-huh. Ben's been thrown into a pit, mm-hmm. and we're hearing all these voices. Mm-hmm. And I was just picking out all the voices I recognized. Yeah, Kanan mm-hmm. from Rebels, mm-hmm. Mace Windu, Obi Wan, yeah, Luke. Leia, Yoda, mm-hmm. um, we we heard like so many voices from even like cartoon yeah. series, mm-hmm. and that that was really cool. I was like, yeah. okay, yes, that is a good thing that they're with you. So is Ray the chosen one now? God, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, okay, no. All right, 
What was the purpose of the Chosen One? To bring balance to the Force. So now with how this ends... I mean, it's not balanced. How, how, yeah, with how, well, no, not, yeah, it's not balanced right now. And with how um, Return of the Jedi ends, now how it ends, was the Force balanced at the end? Uh, one Jedi, one Sith. Yeah. Anakin still brought balance to the Force. Anakin's still the Chosen One. Case closed. I, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 it's complicated, and it's a weird question. We that... never even, like, really acknowledged it, really. Like, it was it was a whole thing in the prequel trilogy, yeah. but because they never said anything about it in the original trilogy. Yeah, well, it became this... I mean, it, it after the prequels, it essentially became this debate of who was the Chosen One anyway. It was like, was it Anakin? Was it Luke? You People were having that debate anyway. So we've always been having that debate, but now it's even more muddied because... It might not have even been a Skywalker. <laughs> well, it would have been a Skywalker either way. Come on, she's a Skywalker now. <laughs> I didn't even care that she changed her name. Like, sure, maybe, yeah, I would okay. want to distance my... Well, that's... Yeah, I agree with that element of it. Again, <laughs> I keep going back to... But don't writing. be afraid of who you are. I, exactly. <laughs> like, it's just like the theme of this movie, or this movie is... A mess on Ray's front. Like, they really had no idea, and that's because they, in my opinion, changed what they wanted to do with her in this last movie. Mm. Um, so that completely changes what they want to say with that character. Um, uh, so there's that element to it where she changes her name, but then it's like, but why? And even leading up to that scene doesn't make any sense because what is it that with this thing of, like, last names like only matter if you're a main character like there's so many characters we get introduced to in star wars where they don't say their last name it's just like whatever but then apparently like it's weird that she doesn't have a last name when yeah, she introduces herself at the end of the movie and he's no like, one has ever asked about a last name until this movie <laughs> it's like what is and they literally only asked ray yeah. like when someone when uh, what does finn say yeah he's, what's finn's last name Nobody cares. That's I mean, the answer. He, he doesn't have one. They literally <laughs> made up his name. Yeah. Like, Poe made up his name on the spot. Yeah. Which I rewatched that the other day, and that's a really cringy moment, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was rewatching that before the movie, before going to see uh, the new one. It's just like, what? Well, I ain't calling you that. And I'm just like, oh, gosh, that's just, that, that doesn't feel right. But anyway. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's just a really weird half, again, a half-baked idea that they just kind of throw in there. Um, yellow lightsaber, cool. I mean, I wish that would have been like, that was already in the thing. Lightsaber. We just <laughs> haven't seen it. Yeah. And, I mean, why, why, why don't she even build her own? I, I thought she was just going to use Leia's. I thought so too. Um, Leia's I, looked freaking awesome too. By I, the way. I completely agree. And the I, activation I do, like switch on mm -hmm. Ray's was neat. But. Yeah, but I think if you're gonna do that, just make her do it like either in between movies or do it during the like, movie, like so, Luke did. He it's built like, one yeah. off screen between movies, and no one questioned it. Um, but whatever. Um, but I mean, you know, I mean, I, I can explain that actually. Why? Why they did that? Why? Toys. Fair enough. <laughs> they get to make two lightsaber coins. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh boy. Now, one really cool thing that I noticed, okay. um, like, is, is John Williams' just, scores great, by the way. Yeah, John Williams. Isn't he like done now? 
I, I would assume so, because we're not going to get another saga movie for a while. I won't be... We will get another one, by the way. Like, I'm sure we will. Oh, yeah. They're going to have, There's like, 10, no 11, 12. They... But they're going to wait, like, 10 years. Yeah. And, like, be like, oh, well... Yeah. Until then, we've got probably an Old Republic movie yeah. coming, which is fine. They can't screw up too much. Oh, God, I just said that. Now it's cursed. Um. Anyway, the cool thing that I noticed, um, it's really off topic, was... Mm-hmm. um. I don't even remember her name. Carrie Fisher's daughter in American Horror Story. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on her name. She's usually blonde. Frick. Uh, keep going. <laughs> anyway, her hair, she, her, her hair through her this name. whole movie uh, was like one of Leia's hairstyles mm-hmm. from the earlier movies, and that that was really neat. That was that was cool. Billy Lord. There we go. Um, that, that was cool. I just noticed. That. I was like, oh wow, that's yeah, that's nice. Um, so there's that. The some things that they did handle relatively well i think on balance when it comes to the trilogy you're completely right kylo's storyline is the best part of it i think he has a great arc he's the main character essentially yes i I didn't care that they brought the helmet back whatever Eh. it's weird um it was (laughs) because they make a point of it and again this is another one of those things where it's just like oh we brought his helmet back and like oh it's glowy yeah what um what I mean, well it cuz it was a it, it, I hate to be again this kind of person but it was a symbolic thing when he destroys his helmet in the last movie and then they turn around and he just reverses it in this movie cuz it's like why did it, it, it you can almost hear JJ like thinking to himself as he's watching the last jedi why would you destroy his cool helmet i like his cool helmet <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, um, well, you see, it symbolizes. No, it's just like, but it looks cool. But it looks cool though. <laughs> yeah, no, I can it, honestly like hear that commentary. He didn't in my even head. wear it most but, of the movie though. Yeah, I, I don't want to like look. I don't hate. I don't hate JJ. I actually like a lot of JJ's movies. I like The Force Awakens a lot. Yeah. Um, I just no. I did. He did. He does sound a lot cooler with the helmet on. It's just kind of yeah. hard to understand sometimes. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, uh, his arc is great. I will say this, um, for as much as um, I really don't didn't care about like what was happening in this movie by the end of it, I did find myself being like like having a moment of like weird like in, like in the moment nostalgia when they hugged at the end, like all three of our main characters. It felt like I've gotten to know these people like at this point and it's... through three movies, and it felt like. They've got a bow on it. Yes. It felt like a nice bow. It's a bow that like I would have tied yeah. and not someone who actually ties bows. I, I think <laughs> this movie I think this movie um, benefits from the the middle portion of the story that was the last Jedi when it comes to Poe's storyline. I know a lot of people would disagree, but I think that we don't get to this part this portion of Poe's storyline without that middle portion that people don't seem to like. Um so I do like his storyline. I think Finn, I liked him better in the last, I, I, I'm i on record as saying I thought he was kind of a waste in The Force Awakens. He just kind of felt unnecessary in that movie. I like him better in The Last Jedi. Yeah. And then in this movie, I just kind of didn't care. Uh, so it was kind of like the middle ground where I was just like, I mean, Finn's just a character, you know, that's yeah. fine. He, he's, um, yeah. Uh, so, the, the whole C-3PO thing, that was... That was eh. yeah. You knew it was going. You knew exactly how it was going to happen. As soon as he mentions like, "Oh, R2's uh, memory units, we can't rely on those." It's like, okay, so he's going to get his memory back in that. Um, I would. I, I 
It didn't go the direction I wanted it to. Yeah. I wanted his memory to be restored completely. So oh that, like, he, so that he remembered the prequels. Well, well <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, well, uh, we, okay, we have to talk about this. Um, the, the fake out deaths. Um, that because C three PO's is essentially one of is is essentially a fake out death, right? Yep. Uh, they, it's he's not dying, but you know the character, the version of that character that we know yeah. and love would have been dying, quote unquote. Yeah. And that's the second one, because they. Kill quote unquote Chewbacca in the. That was the moment that I was done. Yeah. (laughs) Now, when he ended up still being alive, I was like, "Okay, I will continue to watch in silence." But like when that first happened, I was like, "For me, I was like, interesting." I was like, I I was interested, but also I was like, "Where's this force lightning coming from? This doesn't make sense." (laughs) You just killed Chewbacca without like off screen, Mm -hmm. mind you. Yeah. I'm done. I hate it. But now... I, I yeah. understand the off-screen part of it. I, yeah. I get that. If it would have been an on-screen, like where they ran over and he was like dying, laying on the ground dying and died in their arms, I would have been completely, a lot more fine with it. But and the, the fact that like she blows him up and then jumps on the ship and they leave, I was like, no. Um, um, yeah, I, I get where you're coming from with the off-screen thing. Uh, Enrique and I are on the same page with this, uh, that it was just kind of like this thing of, um, I, uh, l- <sighs> it, w- it would have been ballsy to kill him. Oh yeah. That would have been a legit, like, okay, we're having, we're, we're making bold choices here. Uh, and I would have been fine with it if yeah. it would have been done the right way. But the way it was done then, yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> JJ, you've, you've screwed the pooch. Okay. You... You've watched some of Game of Thrones, but you haven't watched all of it, correct? You watched it when I watched it. I mean, I saw... Uh, I, I only saw the first season. Okay. Uh, and you've watched bits and pieces of that from when I watched it, correct? Yeah, I'd be, sure. when I was in the room. Yeah. Um. So, but you're very Reddit-friendly, so you're aware of some of the controversy surrounding that last season, correct? I know they didn't like it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So there is a very f- famous behind this because they always air the inside the episodes after the episodes air, right? Yeah. And there's a moment, spoilers for the last season of Game of Thrones, I guess. Uh, it's not really that big of a deal. Um, so there's this moment in the in the last season where Daenerys is flying on a dragon, right? And uh, and with her other dragon by her side, and she gets ambushed by these ships, and it was these ships that. We hadn't seen in a couple episodes, and like it was this army that we hadn't seen in a couple episodes. And in the beh- in the behind the scenes thing where they're talking about that moment, there's a very famous line or infamous line, I guess you would say at this point, because people have been making fun of it since it happened, of the showrunners being like, "Well, you see, she kind of forgot about the the Iron Fleet," and people would use that as a weapon against them and be like. Uh, you know, well, that's so terrible. Like, why she just that's your explanation for why she was able to get ambushed by them. She just kind of forgot that they existed. That's how I felt that that's the like people's complaints about that. It's that level of just like, this is your this is the only explanation you have for this. When Chewbacca dies, quote unquote, and then the explanation given to us is. Oh, he must have been on another transport. <laughs> what? It's that level to me. Yeah. It's just I, like, 
I know. I was, and that's the thing. I when I was relieved when I saw Chewbacca was alive. Yeah, but I was also like, why did you make me feel these things? It's just like literally, you're just doing this just to do it. Oh, and how about um, remember the charismatic um, Mm -hmm. leader who like kept everybody in line with an iron fist that had this great, Mm -hmm. um, this great rivalry with the other like the other leader um in the force awakens hux yeah and his rivalry with kylo and like they were both like just had everybody yeah. at their throat but they had they didn't get along uh-huh. and like they both had a high ranking though yeah you know that'd be great if like hux would have shown up again <laughs> instead of this like weird crybaby well <laughs> That seems to have been a vision that Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams shared because... Oh, yeah. Hux, it, it began in The Last Jedi. They, they turn him into the comedic relief in The Last Jedi, and then J.J. seemed to have liked that, I guess, because he just continued it on. But the thing is, like, off screen, yeah, um, in, like, books and stuff, Hux, like, as a teenager, was plotting to kill his dad because he was like, I can run this whole Stormtrooper program better than him. Interesting. I want... I, I, that's the only way to get him out of my way, and I can run the show. Weird. And, like, all this stuff. Like, it, yeah. it, like they had this great evil character that, like, would have been a great right hand mm-hmm. and leader of the First Order if Kylo... When Kylo made his turn. Mm-hmm. But instead, he was a joke, and we had this no-name we've never seen before, who yeah. was done very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even remember his name. He was the mm-hmm. adjutant general. Oh, yeah. But, I don't um, remember either. He he was, it, it was well acted. It was well done. Mm-hmm. But why do we care about him? Yeah. Uh, Where who was he? Like, the, and well, the, I just think I like the humor of the moment of him being of Hux being the spy for the rebellion. But mm-hmm. it was literally just to, just because he didn't like Kylo. Like I like that humor of the moment. But. I, I don't know. Like, I just think that Hux is such a comedic relief character at this point that it was hard to care. Um, I think it would have been... If if they were more on the same page, I think it would have... And a lot of... Uh, some people have pointed this out already before, but whatever happened to Benicio Del Toro's character? I think it would have made a lot of sense for him to have been a spy as well. Or for him to have been the spy. So, Dude, I, I literally forgot about that character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DJ. I mean, yeah. He, he's under, he is underused in The Last Jedi. He yeah. is part of probably the least successful aspect of that movie, even from people who Can't like so the bite. movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's... Um, but at the same time, you know, that's something that would have made sense and would have had a little bit of continuity from one movie to the next. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, that, I mean, that, All right. whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I think a lot of, we we've talked a lot about negatives. Uh, we'll quickly go through positives because the positives are again. I don't think there's too many like super deep positives other than Kylo. Kylo. That's is, I think that's Kylo the reason I like the, the movie. The best positive for sure. That's why I enjoyed it. Um, I, I still like Ray as a character. I just, <laughs> I just don't like kind of the what they ended up deciding to do with her backstory and stuff like that. Um, and I, I do like some of the other supplementary characters and what they did with them. Um, there, there's some sequences that I do enjoy, her trying to cross that sea to get to the fallen uh, 
uh, Death Star was cool. Yeah, the whole thing where she was kind of off the rails. Yeah. And like just like through Finn. Yeah. That was really neat because yeah. she didn't know who she was or what like what was leading to. Oh, she wanted sure. she honestly wanted to join the dark. Yeah. For a little bit. Um, and that was neat. So there there's that whole element to it. I just there there are portions of this movie I enjoy. There are sequences in this movie that I enjoy, but it just they're so it feels too much like it was written number one by Reddit and number two like a video game. Again, this is these are video game plots of like here, here's your objective. Go get this item. All right, get got the item. Bring it back to this person. All right, here's your next objective. Go get this item. And it's yeah. just like it's so stilted in the way it's written, and uh, it's so sloppy in the way it handles the lore that it wants to bring forth. The action is really cool. The fight between Kylo and Rey is really cool. They really mm-hmm. leaned into the force jumping <laughs> in this oh, yeah. movie. That, that was, which was also cool. I loved watching that and like seeing like things pass between them and all that stuff. Though some of the best lightsaber fights that I've seen in a while. Yeah, for sure. The, the whole fight with the Praetorian Guard though in the Last Jedi that was amazing. Mm-hmm. You can't measure. You hard to measure up to that, but yeah. Oh, for sure. Um. So. Yeah, I, I think there are portions of this movie I enjoy, but overall, on balance, they're kind of surface-level things that I enjoy about the movie. I don't think that... I just don't think there's much substance to this movie, and that's sad. Um, this yeah. is by... To me, I don't, I don't know how you feel, and I know you need to see it again, maybe make your final verdict on it, but to me, this is the... It's my least favorite of this trilogy. Um... I I think if you're, you know, because uh, of course the thing to do is to rank all Star Wars movies. That's what everyone wants to do as soon as they see these movies. To me, oh, this God. is the most in the Revenge of the Sith range of any movie. <laughs> any movie, like, of them. To me, this is like, it's like, it's got plenty of bad. It, it's got enough good to where it's not like just a bad movie. Like, it's not as... I don't think it's as middle of the road and mediocre as something like Phantom Menace, and I don't think it's as bad either as something like Attack of the Clones. Yeah. So it's above those two for sure, and it's probably above. Well, I don't. It's it's also in the solo range. I still don't know. Solo is eh. solo is kind of whatever. Um, I, I don't. When I'm ranking Star Wars movies, I can't rank the anthologies. Oh really? Okay. I have to leave them out. Yeah, I'd probably put Solo below this as well, um, because again, there's things about Solo I like, but not a lot. Um, Which again, it suffered from lack, uh, from like lack of continuity from directors. Well, that's you'd also think, you, true. You, you, you'd think they would have learned their lesson. Yeah, but um, so to me, this is right around that uh, Revenge of the Sith range, um, which is unfortunate, an unfortunate way to end the trilogy, especially especially coming off something that I consider to be great, like The Last Jedi. Um, but, you know, whatever. Um, I'm sure there's... I know there are, in fact, plenty of people who enjoy this movie. Um, and good for you. Have fun with it. Uh, you know, that's... It's all you. I, <laughs> I I don't care. You can enjoy whatever movie you please. Um, yeah, for this, I if I look at it the right way, I enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. I came out happy. Okay. Because I I had a good time, but it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Uh, Which, granted, me and you look at movies differently anyway. That is true. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's definitely fair. It's like, I, I agree. There are, there's enjoyment to be had here, but at the same time. At what cost? It's like, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so there's that. Uh, you don't have to rate the movie if you don't want to. I will just for my own sanity. Um, I, I guess I'm giving this movie like a. Oof. Am I giving this movie like a six? That might be a little. Yeah, I guess I'm giving it a six. It's fine. But it's super disappointing. Fine, but super disappointing. Like, that's the word I. I Anytime anybody asks me how I felt about this movie, I responded with just like two words, like huge disappointment. Yeah, I've not, in every conversation that I have about this movie, my 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 feelings on it drop. <laughs> That's how I felt too. Like, because at first I was like, yeah. I was like, I enjoyed this. Yeah, I have problems, but I enjoyed it. But I just apparently I need to process out yeah. loud. Um, yeah, I'm. The more I thought about it, the less I liked it. Same. I'm the same. I'm giving it a six. Yeah. I haven't rated a movie in a long time, but um, it's it's a six because I mean it's there's way too much. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, oh, it's a lot. Yeah, what a sad sad time. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up for us. Um, I you know I kind of figured this was the direction the conversation was gonna go. Um, especially. Once Jesse's feelings started to reveal themselves, <laughs> about yeah, the yeah. Sorry, I, it took me a while to to remember my details too, just because I've been. It, yeah, I mean, I've only seen this movie once. I really don't have a desire to see it again. Uh, I might, you know, see it when it comes out on Blu-ray or something. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm probably waiting until at least it's the dollar theater. Yeah, so. true. Um, so there's that. Um, you want to see a good movie? Go see Knives Out in theaters. Hashtag. Oh yeah, Knives I want to see that. That's. So good. Can't afford it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, go see Knives Out. Support Ryan Johnson um, and the brilliant movie he made. Um, my goodness, that movie's so good. Um, but anyway, yeah. So disappointing way to end. At least we have the Mandalorian. We got Mando. Mando's yeah. uh, that's getting better and better. Yeah. I've, I've had my issues with it, but yeah. I mean, it's very episodic, but it feels so much like a western that it's just like. And I think we're tying into an actual story. I think so too. Like uh, it's been, it's been kind of light and episodic. Like it, it's just to like keep everybody yeah. engaged. I think yeah. like, even my, but even my dad, my dad doesn't watch things. Mm-hmm. You've met him. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't watch things. He's been watching the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. He asked my mom at the end of uh, which episode, one of them recently. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't the Prison Break. It was the one before that. And he he like asked her. He was like, so what? what did this further in anything? <laughs> I was like, exactly. <laughs> it's great. It's enjoyable. Yeah. What is, but anyway, we're finally getting somewhere. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's just, it's nice to see because like, you, I don't think you understand how nice it felt to hear my wife say, reference Beskar <laughs> in conversation one day. And I was like, oh, a word I've known for so long. You, <laughs> You you know it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's um. So yeah, we have good Star Wars things still on the horizon. We will get a, a Cassian show, right? That's one the next live. There's like a show. Cassian show. We've got um. We've the next movie is slated for 2022. Mm-hmm. We've got an Obi Wan series 
It's a, yep. I think it's six episodes, an hour each. Yeah. With with Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. so I mean, there's a lot on the horizon. Oh, for sure. For and sure. they, I think they've plenty to look forward to. I I, di- I really didn't know what was going to happen with a live action mm-hmm. Star Wars TV show, but I mean, it's hit its yeah. stride. Um, yeah, so we will see what the future of Star Wars holds, especially the future of Star Wars movies. I think there will be a regrouping after this movie. This movie, I mean, it's hard to say that a movie that made 170-something million dollars in the box office underperformed, but, I mean, in terms of (laughs) Star Wars movies that underperformed, so we will see what the repercussions of this are. I do think there will be repercussions. I don't think we get another saga movie until, like you said, maybe like 10-something years down the line. Maybe not even until, and hear me out on this, until Kevin Feige steps down from Marvel. Maybe he retires, and then, you know, Lucasfilm pulls him out of retirement. He says, hey, you want some more of that Disney money? I mean, <laughs> he's already doing Star Wars, though. Kevin Feige? Oh, not Kevin Feige. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of... Uh... John Favreau. Yeah, yeah, John Favreau. So, yeah, because I, I think that's, honestly, that's what this trilogy was missing. And I am a, I'm a Kathleen Kennedy defender. I think people take out all their anger on her for no reason. Now, her her thing that she did say, she did say one stupid thing. Okay, what? Very recently, of writing Star Wars stories is hard because there's no books or anything to base it on. <laughs> Yeah, I I get what she's saying. I get what she's saying. You on you, you if you're in her position, you have to understand that that's gonna piss people off. That's <laughs> like, uh, yeah, oh, Kathleen, don't um, say that to the fans. Yeah, so I you know I I I think people take their anger out on her for uh, just because. Yeah, she hasn't done anything uh, horrendous. I you know JJ I, has. <laughs> The fans have done horrendous things. Well, that is true. Uh, You know, see Kelly Marie Tran and her lack of presence on social media. Um, So, yeah. Uh, But I do think that they... Well, there was this whole thing of the story group, right? Like, that was, like, this whole big thing. Like, you know, there's a story group, and they're coming up with ideas, and they're making sure everything, you know, makes sense. And it's like, shouldn't the main job of the story group have been... Writing the story. Yeah, to like come up with the overarching story. Instead, you let these two directors who I think had good ideas individually kind of have free reign. Yeah. And then it's like... I mean, look at what J.J. did for Star Trek. Yeah. I don't hate those Star Trek movies. Mm -hmm. But the only reason I don't hate those Star Trek movies and like I'm okay with the liberties and stuff he took with them Mm -hmm. is because they happen in an alternate universe. (laughs) Because otherwise, it would have had way too many repercussions for a beloved um, intellectual yeah. property that already that already had a great great lore and everything behind it. And he, honestly, he kind of he kind of treated this the same way, but without the alternate universe, the alternate <laughs> universe re, uh, removal separation. So it was just kind of interesting. Like, uh, yeah, that's that's and that's the thing. He it. started so great with the Force Awakens. I like the yeah, Force Awakens. I do too. But anyway, um, all right, we we should yeah, wrap this thing let's, up. Let's let's get out of here. Um, thank <sighs> you guys for joining us. Um, I don't know when we'll be back because this episode will probably come out uh, Christmas Day ish, maybe. So um, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, 
And I will be back at some point um, in the next uh, week or so, and we'll have more lists. I've got so many lists, uh, top tens of the decade. Um, so many <laughs> that, that we need to go through. Uh, and yeah, we'll go through some of those and we'll figure out that. So yeah, thank you guys for joining us and we'll see you on the next one.